1: If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required.
0: This is The Busted. Open. Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Byte Nation, channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I discuss everything from Monday Night Raw last night. Seth Rollins, your new Universal Champion, takes his victory lap on Monday Night Raw but has a new opponent in AJ Styles, and a new friend in Braun Strowman. What is this dynamic going to be like? And the big news from Raw last night, the return of Becky Lynch. She takes out Natalya, but even more significant, what she did to Becky Lynch, your Raw Women's Champion. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. What did you think of the show overall last night? And It almost feels like a lot of new beginnings when you look at Monday Night Raw. What was the newest beginning for you? To me, it's Sasha and Becky. To me, with Sasha and Becky and the way that played out, and there's a lot of different layers to Sasha and Becky after what we saw last night.
2: Um, I think Sasha and Becky last night was done very, very well. Their people were invested. They were involved. They were a little odd at times which toronto can be especially with the way they treated natty i was shocked to hear some of the response that there was but as far as from a physicality point of view from an intent point of view from a wow this is where we're going to be going and we're excited from it point of view sasha and becky got the job done and it was amazing I sent out a tweet last night about Sasha and Becky, and the war has already begun. I don't know about you, Dave. My social media was inundated with Sasha and Becky fans, and, man, is it split down the middle, and, man, are they vocal and passionate about who they like better. You know, I'm
0: glad you brought up that Toronto crowd. We talked a lot about the crowd in Toronto leading up to SummerSlam, and how they're like a different type of crowd in Toronto. They could take over the show, and we see that in a lot of major cities, but you don't know who they're going to boo and who they're going to cheer. At SummerSlam, they seemed to kind of follow their role. It, It didn't feel like your typical Toronto crowd, completely different last night. Can you buy into the reaction that we heard in Toronto when it came to Sasha and Becky last night?
2: Yes, absolutely. And you know what? Even if I couldn't buy into the reaction on the television set, I bought into the reaction myself. I'm not one of those guys that listens to the fans and reacts the way they do. I make up my own decisions on what I see and what I hear, but there are a lot of people out there who will watch how the fans respond and they'll go in that direction. What I saw last night came off really well. I mean, I, wasn't there a time... Um, I don't know how far it was back where where Becky told Natty that you needed me. Yeah. Right? Did yeah. It, didn't Becky Lynch tell Natty Neidhart, you need me yep. right now for your career? Yep. Well, I think that Becky needs Sasha right now. And last night was a great first step sasha hasn't been around in a long time i'm not quite sure why sasha hasn't been around in a long time a lot of people on social media who are becky lynch fans seem to be burying sasha talking about how she went took her bat and her ball and she went home and she's been bitching and moaning and crying i don't get into all that stuff all that i know is that she's been gone for a long time she came back last night she made an impact let me ask you this dave did you know from the minute her music hit that you were getting a turn?
0: Yes, I did.
2: How did you know?
0: Because the reason why is because of Becky. Like when when you look at Becky right now and what she went through this past weekend with Natalia, I got she got more support into Toronto than I thought she would get. And then you heard that crowd last night. And you know this from social media. Becky's loved, whether it's blind love or complete support, we've been dealing with it for months and months. It's there. It's hardcore. So when Sasha was going to come out, I I had a feeling that this was going to be the feud that they would go with. You mentioned it. Has she had that right opponent since she won those titles at WrestleMania 35? I think the answer is no. Sasha is the perfect person for
2: Becky right now. For me, it was the minute the music hit, I knew the turn was coming. And it wasn't because of anything that you had to say. What point of the promo was Natty at when Sasha's music hit? When she was talking about her father. She's talking about the one-year anniversary about Jim the Anvil Neidhart dying, passing away. And all of a sudden, that's when Sasha decides to look at the music guy and go, hit my music? Wow. If that doesn't have heel written all over it, I don't know what does. So I saw this coming from a mile away, but it didn't matter. I was still into it. I thought the execution was great. Man, the physicality. We we can analyze the physicality between the chair shots, the smack in the face. Um, I would... I would not be shocked if some words were exchanged backstage and if there had to be a legitimate pull-apart between those women once this was all said and done last night.
0: Well, let's get into that because I think it's it's worth getting into because there's a lot of meat to that bone of what you just said, Bully, and you talked about the physicality outside the ring when the attack happened. First, let's go with the chair shots. A lot of people have been posting GIFs of the chair shots that Sasha was giving Becky. One looks like it really nailed her in the back of the head. What did you think of those chair shots from Sasha last night?
2: Let's forget about what I thought first. What did you think first? Because you're the fan. As the fan, what did you think of those chair shots?
0: I got to be honest, I liked it. Right. I, I, it was hard hitting, it was physical I didn't really notice about like Now you're looking at it up close And her getting nailed in the back of the head there was, some, there was some Real hatred behind those chair shots Bully, you know this The chair has become a prop That you see almost all the time In the WWE, correct? Yes Sasha used it as a tool that really told the story And had some angst So when I saw it last night, I love what
2: Sasha did. I think the angst was there. I think the animosity was there. I thought she used the chair appropriately. We've seen so many other people use the chair, but last night there was just something about that look on Sasha's face that made those chair shots mean even more. Things got a little wonky because of positioning. And the first two chair shots that Sasha hit Becky with were clean and they were good. The third one was just okay because if you notice by the third one, Sasha is now standing in front of Becky and she's at the top of Becky's head. You never want to swing at that angle. It's a really, really bad angle and you're not able to properly um, swing that chair um, in its most effective manner. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one came down and, cra- and now it cracked Becky in the back of the head. Now, it didn't full-on cracker in the back of the head, but the bottom of the chair, kind of like where your thighs would rest on a chair if the chair was open and you were sitting down, that part of the chair hit Becky in the back of the head. And that's when you see Becky grab for the back of the head. Now, she didn't get caught with a lip, She got caught with a smooth bottom. That's why we did not see her get busted open. And then if you notice, the minute she gets hit in the back of the head, she grabs the back of the head and she instinctually... ...turns over to her side and goes into the fetal position. That's one of the body's defense mechanisms. The minute you feel like you're getting your ass kicked too hard... ...you cover up and you go fetal. In the animal kingdom, a lot of animals do that also. And as mammals, we do that. You want to cover up. She goes into the fetal position... ...but Sasha whacks her again in the arm. And let me tell you from first-hand experience... ...when you get hit in the arm and the shoulder... ...it flat-out sucks... Because you got a bone at the top of your shoulder that kind of sticks out. And man, when that metal comes slamming down into that bone, it hurts. And then you see Becky flop right back over. The good of it was the physicality was awesome. The intent, the passion, the angst, the anger, the look on Sasha's face told so much of a story. Like, basically, she was, you know, saying, bitch, I'm coming back to take over because I know I'm a superior wrestler. The negative was it could have been a little safer. Hope they go back and 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 realize that and make sure that they're great physicality is as safe as it can be.
0: Now you mentioned like the chair shots and then that slap to the face and it almost felt like like Becky was kind of retaliating with the kicks. You know, do you get into that mode as as a competitor and as an athlete or just as a performer where yeah, like that's an instinct like right away you get you get stung in the face, you're going to kind of come back with the like a she gave the first she gave the push and then the kick. I mean is that retaliation there is that instinct like what happened there with Becky Lynch?
2: I love the smack to the face, and it made me chuckle because um whenever I would wrestle tommy uh dreamer, it would always take him a while to get going in the match he he would always be a bit lethargic when the bell rang and i would normally back him up to the corner and smack him as hard as i could in the face and that would wake him up and then he would just start throwing haymakers last night when i saw sasha smack becky in the face i knew damn well that they were going outside of the box if i had to bet a dollar Nobody knew that 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 was coming. Sasha didn't think to herself backstage, I'm going to do this and not tell Becky. And I'm sure Becky didn't know it was coming. Mm -hmm. That smack woke Becky up. And then she says, where's your balls at? When you saw Becky kick back, that was an instinctual kick. That was, I'm getting my ass kicked and I have to defend myself. And that little moment in time, Right there, made things very, very real. When Sasha walks away, if you look at the smile on her face, you saw a woman out to prove something. You're only going to get one shot at this, right, Dave? Yep. Sasha's only going to get one shot at returning and making an impact and catching the lightning in a bottle. So you can't go out there and sugarcoat anything. You got to go balls to the wall. If anything goes wrong, you deal with it backstage. But it's all about catching that lightning in a bottle. So I ask you, did they catch that lightning last night? Yes,
0: they absolutely did. I I, I said this to Alex before the show. like That... I buy a ticket for that. Like, you you, you name the price, I want to see that. Because we've talked about Becky, and we've talked about Becky and the loyal fans that she has and what has she done and has she been booked and, you know, how it got watered down as we got closer to WrestleMania 35. If you're putting her in the ring with Sasha Banks, all that stuff gets completely thrown out the window. Just like last night, how Sasha, I guess, got caught in the moment When she came out there, us as fans, yes, that's lightning in the bottle for us, Bully. Because I think this is the opponent that we've wanted to
2: see Becky go against all along. And why is this the perfect opponent for Becky? Do you know why?
0: Well, Bully, you always say about getting in the ring with somebody that's going to rise you to that next level. You always talk about, you know, hey... You, got, you, can't, you can't fight at your level or lower. You got to get that person that's a step above. Sasha is that person that's a step above.
2: Um, Sasha is a better wrestler than Becky. Becky is a is an over-performer. And at the top of the food chain right now, Becky can benefit from working with Sasha because in being a better wrestler, it gives Becky an opportunity to work up to the next level. Did you think that Becky and Natty was a good match? I thought it was a good match. There you go. It was. Yeah. And, it, 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 and it was good because Natty has been wrestling for a long, long time, and it made Becky work up To Natty's level. And Sasha being probably in the top three women there. Sasha's a really good wrestler. I've I've put Sasha over from day one on this show because of her in ring wrestling ability ability i don't get caught up in that all that social media stuff with fans i look at it strictly from the wrestling Mm -hmm. point of view and i know that this is going to bring out the best in becky and if you don't believe me just go back and watch the stuff that they did in nxt like four or five years ago
0: and again like what did we see when we saw Charlotte and Sasha we saw some of the best matches that we've seen in the women's division for a long time you put the dynamic of Becky and Sasha especially with the fans and the interaction we're going to get from them this is going to take it to a completely different level in my opinion.
2: And the fan thing is the most interesting part. Last night, like I said, I sent out that tweet. And then all of a sudden, man, it was like two waves hitting my Twitter machine at the same time. The Becky fans and the, Char- uh, and, the uh, and the Sasha fans. And I could not believe the amount of Sasha fans that actually were being vocal enough to... They, they were saying, she deserves it. I hope she's really hurt. Like, I couldn't believe that fans were hoping that Becky was really hurt. Now, I'll look at this from two points of view. Wow, you're a real scumbag if you're a fan who hopes that Becky's really hurt. And wow, these girls did such a great job that these fans bought into it. It's a really
0: good dynamic because I hear what you're saying. But one point is, like, how could you say you hope somebody gets hurt but that you're that passionate and into it that you're actually going to post that tells you a story unto itself. Like what you're hearing, catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the SiriusXM app. Let's start from the beginning, Bully, because there's a lot of things to get into with what we saw last night with Sasha and Becky. First and foremost... And I want to get your take on this because I was shocked by it. And I seem to be in the minority with this opinion. Like, I couldn't believe the crowd reaction in Toronto for Natalia. I mean, especially like the, what you just heard. Like, Natalia was talking about her father, the one-year anniversary of him passing. And fans were chanting, boring? And when Sasha actually made that initial attack, they were saying, thank you, Sasha.
2: Am I missing something? Was Natalia that bad in that ring last night? Absolutely not. Um, When Natalia first walked out and I saw the arm in the sling, I'm like, thank God somebody is finally selling appropriately. She came down. um, She reminded everybody that, she meant everything that she said about Becky. The people actually got behind her when she said, I meant everything I said. And then all of a sudden, about three quarters of the way through, I heard a spattering of boring chants. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Why is anybody, especially in Toronto, especially in Canada, chanting boring? And I think that that's just... The typical Toronto crowd knowing that they're live on Raw trying to take a show over. Now, it was a very small section of fans who were chanting boring. I still didn't understand it. Then all of a sudden, Sasha's music hits. And then she's beating the crap out of Natty. And right when she takes Natty and rams Natty into the steel stairs, I believe that's where we get the thank you Sasha chance, correct? Yes. This just goes to show you how fickle fans really are and i'm not sure that wrestling fans know what they want these days and i'll make another comparison earlier in the night seth rollins comes out and he starts the show correct yes did he come out to a big pop
0: if i remember i thought it was a decent pop from i agree night.
2: yeah i agree he came out to a great reaction Fans were behind him. They were chanting, burn it down. And then who came out? AJ Styles. Yep. At the end of the segment, when AJ was leaving the ring, who was that arena cheering for? It sounded like they were cheering for AJ. What what do you mean it sounded like? The entire (laughs) place was chanting for AJ. It's like... I don't know if it's, it's a, if it just has to do with Toronto. I don't know if it has to do with fans in general, but I do believe that a lot of fans are fickle. That's why when when Daniel Bryan started using the word, I I, I laugh so hard internally because I'm like, he's so right. Fans are fickle. We weren't nearly that fickle when we were fans back in the day. So why would they be chanting "Thank you, Sasha"? A, to a girl who's a hometown girl who just had a really good match. Yeah, I mean, I, and
0: and that crowd, I thought for them, I would say this at the beginning of that match at SummerSlam between Natalia and Becky Lynch, Bully, I would say it was probably about 70% behind Natalia. I thought I was in the arena they, she was really had a lot of support from those fans. And even when the match was over, it seemed to be, as the match wore on and it ended, I would say it would be about a 50-50 split. Now, less than 24 hours later, Natalia, like you said, selling that injury in a sling is talking about her dad, and you get that kind of crowd reaction from
2: pretty much the same fans that were there the night before. It's kind of baffling to me. I agree with you, and I just want to go back to the show you had with Mark yesterday. Uh, you had a caller, correct me if I'm wrong, who said that they thought it was a smack in the face and extremely disrespectful to put Natty and Becky on first, and it just goes to show you how they truly feel about Natty and Becky. Yes or no? Yes,
0: we did, and I actually brought up what you always say on the show. I actually said, I said, you know, Bully said, if you can't be last, you want to be first. So
2: if you're not going to be the main event, you want to open up the show. And I've only given you one perspective on if you can't be last, you want to be first. Because you either I compare it to rock and roll. If you're not going to be the, the the song that sends everybody home happy, you want to be the song that initially gets everybody happy. If you can't be rock and roll all night, you want to be Detroit Rock City. You want to grab those people first. You want to set the tone, and you want everybody else to have to follow your match. Secondly, the reason why it's important to be on first is that it shows how much confidence the company has in you if vince mcmahon puts you on first he's doing it for your own good and for the company's own good he knew that becky and natty would be able to set the tone for the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. That's him patting those girls on the back and telling them, go out there and get them, set the tone, and make the entire roster follow. So to everybody out there, especially that douche nozzle that called yesterday who said that they're, you know, that was so disrespectful, and that just goes to show you how much they uh, give a crap about Becky and Natty, sir, you are so wrong. That first position is an important position and shows just how much confidence the company has in those women.
1: Seth Rollins got a pop coming
0: out, and then AJ at the end of the segment is getting cheered. And and you actually said, like, you know, that wouldn't have happened back when we first started watching wrestling, but it happens a lot now. And it's the fans can be fickle. There's no doubt. Could it be that no matter whether he's a face or a heel, AJ Styles is loved? The same that Daniel Bryan is loved, the same that... Seth Rollins is now loved. Is there guys that, as wrestling fans, especially in the WWE, we just fall in love with? And
2: whether they're a face or a heel, our reaction isn't going to change? Daniel Bryan is a horrible comparison and example. Daniel Bryan, when he turned heel, was not getting any love from the fans. He did such a good job with Mm. his new spin on being a heel where he was, you know, the planets champion, and you know, um, you know this. Uh, what would be the right way to describe Daniel Bryan? His character, just give me. Earthy, a word. yeah, very earthy. <laughs> his his earthy heel take on things was not garner garnering any cheers from the crowd. Um, AJ is respected for his body of work all over the world. AJ is a very fun wrestler to watch. Um, And people want to be on AJ Styles' side. Uh, I have no problem with people chanting for AJ. It's the fact that I still don't think that they're 100% behind Rollins. Because if they were, you wouldn't have heard those chants last night. And yesterday on the show, you came out on with Mark and you were putting Rollins over to the moon. For how he won that crowd over, right? Yes. Remind me of what you said and how you felt about Seth Rollins at SummerSlam.
0: Going into SummerSlam or coming out? No, no, out? no, no.
2: His performance at SummerSlam. I
0: thought, I thought he had he did a fantastic job. I loved that match with Brock. Okay. And I thought, you know, and I I kind of gave the comparison, you know, to Rocky IV, where Rocky was hated going into that fight and then was beloved. And I think the same thing happened on Sunday at SummerSlam. You know, Seth Rollins came out to booze. As a matter of fact, even before he came out, when they would show him backstage, he was getting booed. When we talked about Seth Rollins on our show on Sunday at the rec room, he got booed.
2: But by the end of that night, he was getting cheered. Take Brock Lesnar out of the equation and plug in any other heel as your world champion and Seth defeats that guy, does Seth still have the same response as he did? No. So then, how did Seth win you over, and how did Seth win over the fans? Well, I think it's,
0: you can give credit, and and I did, to both. I mean, Brock Lesnar, and we, Mark and I were saying it yesterday, we never want to hear anybody say Brock can't wrestle or Brock is not skilled at what he does, because All you have to do is watch that match with Seth Rollins from SummerSlam and that's all the proof you need about how damn good Brock Lesnar is. But now whether you credit Seth or whether you credit Brock, you would have to agree that at the end of SummerSlam Seth Rollins was getting cheered.
2: Jesus can't blow a comeback unless the devil gets some heat. Brock Lesnar is the devil. Seth Rollins was Jesus. And without that uber heel without that beast without that bully of a beast you can't get that reaction and here's where brock lesnar's genius comes to play i sent out a tweet the other night talking about how most people don't realize just how great brock lesnar really is do i say brock lesnar is great because i'm a friend of brock's no i say brock lesnar is great Because I've seen the guy from day one, I know what it is today, and I know how he's a master at psychology. Everything that Brock does is for a reason, and he was doing everything the other night and leading up to the uh, SummerSlam to get Seth over, and it worked. Brock is the reason why that match goes so well cuz let me tell you that was a Brock match. If you go back and watch that match or Brock versus AJ or Brock versus Daniel Bryan or Brock versus just about everybody else, you'll see a pattern in there. You the pattern of all hope is lost. That's the story that Brock loves to tell within a match. Your baby face has no hope. And then at the right time, the babyface finds a way. Brock Lesnar does not have bad matches. And people might say, well, what are you talking about? He only does an F5. He only does a German suplex. You don't have to have a lot of moves in the repertoire Three minutes into that match, the entire arena was on their feet and chanting, this is awesome. I don't put that much stock into this is awesome chants, but when everybody is on their feet, it tells me everything I need to know, and they're on their feet because of the way Brock Lesnar put that match together there's no doubt about it I mean he was absolutely
0: fantastic and I said yesterday to bully and I want to get your response to this that I said when it came to Seth I had a lot of doubts about Seth you know this I was very flat when it came to Seth Rollins and I didn't think Seth Rollins was going to win that match at SummerSlam I don't think either one of us did well we talked about the guarantees Yes, we did talk about the guarantees, and that is that little nugget. But then we could go back, even when it comes to Becky Lynch, about not fulfilling those guarantees. But my point is this, that very flat on Seth, and whether it was more on Brock or more on Seth or either or, he came out there shining like a diamond on Sunday. But I mentioned it yesterday on the show. How is he going to follow it up? You always say it, Bully. What's the follow-up? Give me the follow-up. And I said, I'm going to hold out judgment until I get that follow-up. What did you think of the follow-up from
2: Seth Rollins last night? Thought Seth came out out great. I thought he cut a good promo, had the people on his side. But then he got trumped by a guy that people liked just as much, if not more. And if you listen to the people when Seth was uh, in the ring with AJ, when AJ was leaving, they were all chanting for AJ Styles. Now we get AJ Styles Versus Seth. I mean, obviously, AJ versus Seth is going to be a good match, yes. right? That we could just check that box off immediately. Now the OC gets involved. And now, miraculously, out of nowhere, Seth now has friends. Where the f- <laughs> fuc you see were these friends the past couple of weeks? Okay, you want to tell me that, well, Ricochet was involved in something else. That's why he didn't try to help Seth. You want to, but what about Braun? Braun is the biggest, baddest son of a bitch in the company who's not afraid to stand toe to toe with Brock Lesnar. Where was Braun to help him? Now, was Braun around or seen on the show in the weeks leading up to? SummerSlam he was he was not okay then I'll give you that if he wasn't even on the show then I will say okay I get it because if he was on the show and he didn't show up to help Seth but he showed up last night if I'm Seth Rollins I got a bone to pick so if Braun had no representation leading up to SummerSlam fine but where was Ricochet Why did Ricochet decide last night to come and help? Oh, wow, because Seth is the champion now? Everybody loves a winner. (laughs) I'll kiss his ass and get on his good side? You get my point, right? No, I
0: do, obviously. And like I say, everyone loves, loves a winner, but you know what? Again, that wasn't Brock Lesnar that he was in the ring with last night either. So it's it's a little bit of a different story, but I completely understand. We said it for weeks; nobody had Seth Rollins' back. And then last night, there you go with Braun Strowman and Ricochet.
2: I had people on social media last week when I when I put out a tweet saying, "Where's all of Seth's friends? How come nobody comes to help Seth?" People are like, "Well, oh well, Ricochet's involved in this storyline, so why would he get in this involved in this storyline?" True baby faces don't just stay true to a storyline, okay? A true baby face would come out and help when they saw body in imp- somebody in peril. A white meat baby face doesn't say to himself, "Well, I don't have a beef with this person." And let me tell you something. Ricochet would get more over with the people trying to save Seth Rollins against Brock Lesnar than he did in that other scenario he was doing run ins with. Let me ask you this, bully. And maybe you
0: could, you could actually maybe even say that the reason Ricochet went out there last night is maybe not so much about Seth Rollins, but the beef he has with A.J. in the club. Because obviously there's a bit of a history there. So maybe it's not even about Seth Rollins. It's more
2: about A.J. and Gallows and Anderson. He came down to help Rollins, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I understand where you're tying that in, but he's still coming down to help Rollins. So if you if we go with your mentality and we get rid of, we, we let's get rid of Ricochet. Let's say Ricochet came down last night not because he wanted to help Seth Rollins. It was because of his animosity with the club. Mm-hmm. Then all that Seth Rollins has is one friend, and that's Braun Strowman. And if, if that's the case, I would have loved to have seen only Braun Strowman in the ring. Because now Seth has one friend he can rely on. And that friend is the biggest guy in the company. It almost reminds me of the movie My Bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. Not that Seth needs it, but if you're going to only have one friend, Wow. Braun Strowman is that one friend I want to have.
0: That's the one friend you want to have. So really quick, before we step aside for a second, we talk about it's always about the follow-up. We saw with Becky after she won those titles at WrestleMania 35, the follow-up was Lacey Evans, and probably not the best opponent to have coming out of WrestleMania 35, but it was what it was. Is AJ Styles the right wrestler for Seth Rollins now that he's Universal Champion coming out of SummerSlam? You have to define the right opponent. I mean it in this way. You finally got the crowd to back Seth Rollins. That was a struggle. I mean, going into SummerSlam, not the most popular wrestler on the roster, but coming out of SummerSlam, and like you said, a lot of credit to Brock Lesnar. He is loved. Is AJ the right person
2: for Seth Rollins? If you want people to definitively love Seth Rollins and definitively hate AJ Styles, AJ is the wrong guy. And we saw it last night. As far as match quality, he's the right guy. Mm Because we're going to get phenomenal matches from these guys. That's easy. But I don't think the WWE right now necessarily cares about that. They're going to let the universe make up their own mind. Let them do what they want to do, because as long as they're reacting, that's all we care about. I truly believe that's the mindset, because I I think that if anybody was sitting in a meeting saying to Vince, Vince, you know, AJ Styles has a lot of fans out there, Seth is not going to be as loved, don't worry about it. Because I don't think there's as much attention paid to protecting Seth that much interesting eight seven I, seven I think when it comes to the protection uh-huh of a character roman gets it
0: because that's who they kind of perceive to be the top guy correct thanks for listening catch us weekdays on busted open from 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern on sirius xm Fight nation channel 156 the busted open podcast